This is an explicit podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the comedy podcast. Welcome to number 162 of the comedy podcast. Coming to you on Monday, 24th May, 2021. This is your host, the brown fuck, Harith Akbar. Today, what we're going to do is learn a bit more about our country. How we rank uh, in the world. Would you like to find out how we do in terms of adventure, agility, cultural influence, and sexiness? There are people keeping track of country's sexiness. Let's find out where we are. Why why do I want to do this? It's because it has come to my attention from the interwebs. And I have no idea of verifying the efficacy, the truth of this information. There we go. It's me throwing out words I don't know how to use efficacy. Yeah, anyway. Supposedly, we are the most infectious country in the world per million. We have overtaken India, a country where a lot of people don't have toilets. India, the country where people routinely piss and shit on the streets. India, the country where flies, I don't know, I should not finish, uh, where people drink pee to prevent coronavirus (laughs) infections. People drink cow pee to stop themselves from catching COVID. Somehow. We catch more cases per million than India. Are there people here shitting on the streets while drinking cowpea that we don't know about? Why? How did this happen, man? You know, we can blame our government as much as we want. They take most of the blame for this for sure. At the moment, they're performing like that meme of the dog doing the chemistry, just not knowing what the fuck they're doing. Fine. I get that, but it takes two to tango. And in this case, we love eating out too much, man. We love going out for Raya. Huh? There's some of our fucks hiding in the boots, trying to escape through the fucking police checks. Hiding in the boots. Bitch, I saw this photo of a woman, man. She was in a baju kurong and hijab in the boot, (laughs) just ready to raya. This hoe. Fuck. Can we deport her to India, please? That girl needs to be drenched in cowpea. And um, I'm sure the Indians would be very happy to assist. It's not often that Malaysia ranks highly in the world. Time to time, you know, we do proud things like have the best squash player, have the best badminton player. We produce the best rubber gloves. We make decent condoms. Why? Why do we make awesome condoms but our sex education is shit? It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. That's like having the biggest dick. But being a lesbian. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) 
what num- what episode are we number 162 and i think i might have made my best joke wow still addicted to nicotine you fucks all right let's look at this fucking ranking let's see i'm uh, my source is usnews.com on this page uh malaysia there's a picture of the KLCC taken from the KLCC park there's a malay girl wearing a hijab in the middle of the day playing in the playground this malay girl looks to be about 7 years old she's probably sweating balls i wonder i, I hope they teach her how to use a condom Unless she's a lesbian with a giant dick. All right, it says Malaysia is ranked number thirty-six in the overall rankings. I think like how many countries in the world? Two hundred plus, right? This is something a, an educated adult should know. Let's settle this, guys. Yeah, how many countries in the world? Let Let's just learn this now so we can never forget. Hundred and ninety-five countries, according to worldofmeters.info. To be ranked number thirty-three out of hundred and ninety-five, thirty-six. Sorry, it's not bad. Yeah. Okay, so there's a there's a fucking. Uh, okay, there's a what do you call this summary? There's a summary over here. Okay, adventure. We're ranked number twenty-five. Agility thirty-one. Cultural influence thirty-eight. Entrepreneurship thirty-three. Heritage thirty-four. Movers twenty six open for business number eleven that's pretty good, power number thirty eight quality of life number twenty eight social purpose number fifty two social purpose number fifty two we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Come on, the people going to the mosques every Friday must count for something. Anyway, everything I just talked about was just a summary. It has a breakdown. For ex- example, adventure. This is where they uh, rate sexiness. Adventure breaks down into a few attributes. So again, for adventure, we're ranked number twenty-five. Friendliness under adventure, they scored us forty-five point nine out of a hundred. That sounds about right. Forty-five. I don't know who get, has the idea that Malaysians are fucking hospitable. To some extent, it's true, but there's a lot of hatred and anti-socialness. Yeah. You want to talk about friendliness? Meet Filipino people. Those people are ah, oh, hello. How are you, sir? Just fucking. In your faces, man. That's why. That's why a lot of them work for like the tourism industry and hospitality and food and services. They're perfect. Malaysians, man, you put them in a restaurant, man. They hate it. They hate serving people. Me, I fucking hate people. I'd be terrible. Terrible restaurant worker. Fun. Thirty-two point eight out of a hundred. That sounds about right. There's one group of people who are so anal and don't know how to have fun and how to make jokes. And then there's this other group, and then everyone else just has a lot of alcohol. Those guys are fun and bringing up the fun score. <laughs> Good for tourism, fifty-two point two. Yeah, not bad. Pleasant climate, fifty-six point seven. I know people who be like Malaysia has the best climate in the whole world. Normally, Bangladeshi say that, but I I I I just tend to disagree. It's too fucking hot over here. Yeah, you're sweating balls all the time. You know what's the perfect climate? The perfect climate is like you can wear shorts during the day, but at the night time it becomes cold enough for you to wear a sweater. Apparently, LA is like that. 
Nat Malaysia, Scenic 60. Yeah, we got some beautiful parts of Malaysia for sure. 60 out of 100. Sounds generous if you ask me. Because our rivers, they look like literal shit. Like sh- like diarrhea water. I'm sure we have like blue rivers, but I, I'm, I'm guessing they're far and few between. It's just mostly like diarrheas, diarrhea rivers, scenic. We've got endless mountains of forests for sure. Okay, the last one under adventure is sexy. Five... 0.7 out of a hundred. How the fuck do we rank so low on sexiness? Man, are they just ranking the men? <laughs> it's not fair. We've got beautiful fucking women in this country, man. Where are they going to rank sexiness? Are they going to the inner jungles of Kelantan? I mean, <laughs> are they looking at no offense to the hijabi women. I'm sure they're very sexy. But if you're wearing the tudong, wearing clothes so big, you look like a kite. Then I get why they're rating us 5.7. But it's not fair, man. They got to look at what it looks like underneath. Furthermore, you got to take into account the, the non-tudong wearing women. Don't get mad at me for saying that the tudong is not sexy. That's the whole point of the tudong, to hide, to hide your attractiveness. To conceal it, yeah? To promote modesty. But 5.7 is way too fucking low, man. Malaysians are fucking sexy. At least the women are. Maybe they just they just look at the men and they're like, ugh. And to be fair, I get it. Fine. Okay, there's a whole category called agility, which I don't understand. Adaptable, 36.4, which seems a bit high. Everyone here is a bit inflexible, if you ask me. Dynamic, 34.2. I don't even know what dynamic means. Modern, 14.7 out of 100. (laughs) Hey, man, we got iPhones. What are you talking about? I'm convinced that they took this survey in like Bintulu, Sarawak or something. Progressive, 18.8 out of 100. Sounds about right. Responsive, 17.6. Hell yeah. Nobody wants to reply their emails. The only thing people reply to are like, Sending out bogus anti-vex WhatsApps. Cultural influence. Culturally significant in terms of entertainment. 21.2. For this one, cultural influence, we're ranked 38th in the world, which is pretty high. By entertainment, 21.2. Yeah, I guess I'm about right. Fashionable, 13.1. I don't blame you. Happy, 28.1. Yeah, we're constantly mad. Has an influential culture, 15.6, I guess. Has strong consumer brands, 8. Hey, man, are you taking into account Durex? Come on. Durex is... Durex is responsible for a lot of um, prevention of global disease and pregnancies. We got to have higher than 8 out of 100. Is Durex not even Malaysian? Modern, 14.7, yeah. Prestigious, 3.9. We're not prestigious at all. There's no prestige in Malaysia. It's what this thing is saying. They don't give a fuck about our kings and our history, I guess. Trendy, 18.7. Okay, there's a bunch here, but uh, I think I'm just going to list the most interesting ones. Entrepreneurship, number 33. Well-developed legal framework, 3.4. They're saying our laws suck. That makes sense. I'm going to move to heritage where we're ranked 34. Has great food, 39.4 out of 100. What the fuck? 
This whole thing is bullshit, man. We're in the top five of the best food in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. Just behind Thai food, maybe Vietnamese, Korean, Japanese. I, I'm not going to rank them, but that's where we are. We're right behind these guys. Has a rich history, 12.2. Fine. Fine. Okay. Uh, oh, guys, this is interesting. Open for business. We're ranked number 11th in the world. Okay. But... For transparent government practices, they ranked us 2.5 out of 100. That is hilarious. That's how fucking corrupt we are. Power. A leader. We are We are scored 2 out of 100. How fucking sad is that, guys? We can't lead for shit according to this thing. Politically influential, 1.4 out of 100. No one wants to listen to us. Strong military, 2.2 out of 100. Fuck yeah. That makes fucking sense, man. If we went to a war with Singapore, I think they would just bulldoze. Okay, I'm getting bored of this. I'm going to move on to my next thing. Congratulations, Malaysia, I guess, uh, for ranking so well in a lot of these things. But let's work on our sexiness. Yeah, I think we can all like work on it together. There are a bunch of people that are going to wear the hijab, but we're never going to change their minds. So the rest of us got to just wear shorter skirts, I guess. And I need to tighten my pants. That's fine. I can do that. That's how the Koreans did it, right? I can wear eyeliner. Okay, so I was scrolling the interwebs and there was this uh, viral news about a bunch of Palestinian twins that made a documentary uh, about the Palestinian, uh, what do you want to call it? Oppression? Genocide? Yeah. So apparently they were, they made two if I'm not mistaken. One when they were young they were probably like 10 and 11, 10 or 11. And then now again, when they're young adults. Okay. Here's the thing. When I saw that, yeah, I was kind of shook because they didn't at all look like they're from a war-torn country. These Palestinian, Palestinian twins, one boy, one girl, they were fucking gorgeous. The guy looked like Zayn Malik and his sister was wearing a hijab, but was still, she still looked like some kind of Prada model, you know? When I think of it like a Palestinian war-torn refugee, I imagine skinny, one leg blown off from a bomb or something, you know, wrinkles. Maybe one eye missing, but no, they had all their limbs, guys, all the heads and feet. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? You look too fucking good. I had a technical difficulty. I will be right back. Technical issue over. I am back. The point of that was, I just wanted to just highlight to you how just because a person is fucking good looking, you shouldn't judge them. You don't think that their life is fucking easy, you know. Someone might be committing genocide. Genocide in their literal homeland, stealing their literal land, raping their grandmothers. You don't know. So be nice to Nilofa. <laughs> okay, I want to make make a potentially dangerous joke. But hey, this is the comedy podcast. It's crude comedy. I'm not afraid to delve into this. Let me start by saying that I'm not a good person. So you should start hating me now. Can I get, can I get some loud boos in the audience? Boo, boo. All right. I'm not proud of this. Okay. But I used to say some racist shit to Indians when I was younger. Let me preface that by saying I was way worse to Malays. I was way worse to Chinese. If you listen to my podcast, 
you know how much I make fun of the Malays and the Chinese. So I feel like I need to be fair here. I don't just punch down, I punch everything. So, okay. <laughs> Growing up, I, f- I knew a lot of Indians, man. I loved them. But I used to say racist shit to them in the classroom. One time, I had an Indian classmate, one of my best friends. We would joke around each other all the time. He would call me, he would call me a literal fucking like a suicide bomber. He would make that kind of jokes all the time and I had to fight back. So this is what I did one time. I, uh, in the classroom, I turned off the lights. I was like, Raju, Raju, I can still smell you. <laughs> Let me break down for you why that's racist. All right. Step by step. Were you ready for this? First of all, it was not Raju I was smelling. It was his coconut oil. Secondly, it wasn't his coconut oil I was smelling. It was his lunch. His backpack smelled like a sundry shop on fire. Yeah. Thirdly, I'm joking. I'm going to stop there. (laughs) Okay. Now I'm going to continue and showcase to you a horrible person, the horrible person that I am. You know, I volunteer every weekend to teach underprivileged kids how to improve their English so that they can get a better job when they grow up, perhaps score better in their English exams in school, be be better able to converse uh, with people in the professional world, you know, understand cultural references, connect with the world, Overall, make life better for these kids. And I hate every fucking second of it. I fucking hate these children. I hate volunteering so much. It's such a good thing to do. But I hate every minute of it. I have to do it all online now, okay? Fucking kids don't even know when they're muted half the fucking time. They don't have big bungalows. They live in small cramped apartments and sometimes I can hear shit in the background and sometimes you know they don't come from functional families where people have a strong grasp on their emotions no I can hear their parents fucking fighting <laughs> then there'll be a baby going ah, ah, while the parents are fighting. And then during the whole time, during the Zoom class, I'm trying to teach this kid that Peter and Jane likes the dog. Peter and Jane are going to the bakery. No, Fitri, not where. Where? Where is Pat the dog? Where is Pat the dog? It's fucking chaotic sometimes. Truly shocking. The kids don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. What are we doing? There are people donating tons of money to this organization. Okay? Tons of fucking money to support a lot of full-time jobs. I don't get paid for it. I I volunteer, but a lot of people work there full-time. 
And I honestly don't know if this money is being it's going to good use, lah, is what I'm saying. So if you want to donate <laughs> to my suffering, go ahead and uh, type Yayasan Gemilang, Y-A-Y-A-S-A-N space G-E-M-I-L-A-N-G so you can donate to give these young kids a new lease on fucking life. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I hate it so much that I have like coping mechanisms out of the frame of the camera. I just vape. I vape and hope the smoke doesn't get into the shot. It should really be cocaine. Um, that would wake me the fuck up. It doesn't matter. These kids are fucked. I was typing, you know, I was typing, you know, because I was suffering so much during the session, I was like, man, this would be good material for my podcast. So I just started typing some jokes, you know, just like, just typing. And then I remember typing, these kids are fucked. And I thought I was typing in my notes, but I was, I, I, instead I was t- typing it in the group chat. And uh, <laughs> I hope nobody noticed. I don't know. These kids are fucked. I think f- these kids are fucked is too advanced for a lot of these children to understand. Anyway, I might get kicked out from this program for saying that. So the least I can do is encourage some of you to donate. Even if it's tendering it, it's, it's a lot of money, guys. I mean, I don't know. What could they do with 10 ringgit? They could buy like 50 textbooks. I'm not even joking. Okay. I made the joke when our, I started the class yesterday. Hi, guys. Have you... I'm translating, by the way. I was speaking Malay, but I was saying, Hey, guys. Uh, I hope uh, you're, you're happy now that you can eat. Have you had breakfast yet? You know, since Ramadan is over... He said, no, I haven't eaten. And then I said, okay, this morning, it's fine. Because this morning, we're going to eat some knowledge. He just fucking stared at me like, like, really? This is going to suck. And then at that moment, I thought, yeah, I agree with you, kid. This is going to fucking suck. All right, guys, it's time for some uh, podcast promotion. If you enjoyed the podcast so far, thank you so much for hanging out. If you want to help me grow... Just support this podcast. The best thing you can do is just recommend this podcast to a friend. Make it a cool friend. I don't want triggered snowflakes, sensitive fucks listening to my content. It just gives me too much emotional baggage to deal with, you know. I don't like triggering people, so I'm just going to avoid the trigger, triggered people, if that makes sense. You think your friends are cool, especially on your Instagram follower list, then the better best thing you can do is take a screenshot of this beautiful episode right here, upload it to your Instagram story, you can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. While you're there, my inboxes are dry. I would love to tackle some listener questions. If you had any, feel free to DM me your listener questions. Do you have a question about relationships, family issues, pee-pee touching, local news, politics, religion maybe? I'd be happy to tackle any of them. I can't wait for your DMs, you beautiful fucks. And now back to the episode. Okay, we could talk about Taylor, my beautiful girlfriend. She's an idiot sometimes, not going to lie. Yeah, what can I say? Beautiful people aren't always the smartest. She acts legit like a baby sometimes when she's excited. I've seen her with her friends. She's a normal human being. But when a woman is with someone she loves and is attracted to, she kind of turns into a different persona, you know? She speaks with a slightly higher register, tone of voice, that kind of thing. She's more carefree, happy. Good or bad, that's up to you to judge. 
but she was just behaving like a baby yesterday because she, she was excited. We were going to take away some food. So we were leaving my house and then she screams, Oh, look, is that a frog? I don't know why this woman likes frogs. So I look at the ground to see where she was pointing. And I said, Taylor, that is literally a piece of shit. Apparently my cat shat on the grass and my woman thought it was a frog. Immediately, she begged me not to make fun of her. Am I such an asshole? <laughs> her immediate instinct was, no, please don't make fun of me. Sometimes I genuinely wonder yeah, if my ability to roast her like that is what keeps her attracted to me. I, I'm looking back into my past, yeah, and the guys in my school, I'm, th- I'm, I'm wondering if this is an Asian thing, but the guys that were not the best looking but kind of had plenty of women who had crushes on them were men who were really good at roasting women, just making women feel really dumb or stupid or childlike or what fucking neighbor's dog, I'm sorry. But obviously in a in, in good spirits, you know what I mean? Not in a not in a malicious way. But yeah, I, I realize, oh, I roast Taylor all the time. In fact, I I'm I regularly make her laugh when I'm making fun of her and cry at the same time. Funny thing is when I do that and then I have sex with her, that's when she's the wettest. It's really strange. To me, like when I think of that situation, I think it's really similar to when you're choking them. It, sh- it should be something they're terrified of, you know, to be smacked in the ass, to be choked. But no, you do that. It's literally like squeezing a sponge and then all the moisture just goes into the vagina. <laughs> uh, well, well, what's the point of this? There's really no point. I just want to encourage you guys uh, with trying as much as you can not to make it malicious, you know. Don't be afraid of making fun of your lady. Fun. Make it fun, okay? Now, when you behave like this, it's inevitable that you hurt her feelings. At some point, you make 10 roast jokes, she will love nine of them, one of them will go too far. When that happens, what do you do? Just hug her, man. Hug her and let her know that you didn't mean to hurt her. Only say sorry if you really, really, really cross the line. For example... If her father was gang raped and burned alive and you make a gang rape joke, that might warrant an apology. The line is pretty high, is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) But there'll be times when you don't really cross a line and you make her really sad. You just got to know how to be objective in those situations. You just got to hold her, let her cry and be like, I didn't mean to hurt you, baby. Kiss her pat her head and she'll be fine yeah my brother my little brother is also an idiot sometimes man this fucking story actually no taylor is an idiot sometimes my brother is an idiot most of the time we were having dinner okay boys and the girlfriends we brought our chinese girlfriends in front of our bangladeshi grandpa our grandkids are gonna have a serious identity crisis his grandkids my children Papa wanted to take a family photo. Do you say picture or photo? And, excuse me. Oh my God, why am I so gassy? Okay. 
Papa wants to take a family photo and my idiot brother pulls the girlfriend in for a hug, hand across the shoulder, head leaning in to my conservative Asian parent. Sweet and touchy hug. Immediately, my father loses his shit. This is a family photo. What are you doing? I'm posting this on Facebook. I'm guessing it was for his Facebook story. You do not do that. Notebook, Sandra Bullock, Jennifer Lopez, Weston, Haram, Justin Timberlake, love shit around Asian parents, man. Stupid. That is a big no-no. Especially when they want, in the age of digital technology, when they want to show off every dinner they have, you know, we were making steamboat. I just wanted to eat, but my father was like, wow, this looks so good. I want to post it on my Facebook. Poor brother, got a scolding from, got a scolding by a man from another time. But I just can't, man. I can't believe that I have a brother, a brother that's so clueless like this. I don't understand it. I'm not saying I'm fucking smart, but, I have some kind of awareness, you know what I mean? But this fucking shit, what do you do? And, you know, I talk about my brother's relationship quite often, right? I tell him what his pitfalls are. I tell him exactly what he's going to go through. I tell him, she's going to break your heart. You are going to have a terrible, terrible breakup down the line. I fucking tell him all of this. I tell him all his pitfalls. But you know what he says to me? And it's quite profound. This might be one of the smartest things he ever says. He says, uh, Abang, I know you know better. I really do. But can you let me make my own mistakes? Just let me be. And ever since then, he's been fucking up left, right and center. But at the same time, at the same time, there's a lot of wisdom. You know, you can't change people. So just let people be the way they fucking are. And just hope that, just hope that they learn from the best, I guess. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on today's episode. That is all. I hope that my energy is picked up and I hope that you have a beautiful week ahead, you beautiful fucks. I will speak to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.